Welcome everybody to the podcast where we explain people and teach you a little bit more about your fellow human beings. I'm Master Coach Kim Giles and I have Sarah Henderson with me on the show today. And Sarah, today we're going to talk about some of the differently asked questions about the shapes because there are a few that we get everywhere we go and everywhere we're talking about the shapes. People tend to ask us some of the same questions. That is very true. And this is going to be a really great show. So let's get started with the question that I think I get the most, which is, well, which shape is the best shape? Because um, there has to be shapes that are better than other shapes. So that's the one that I get the most. So what's your response to that question? I I get the same question, but often it's it's phrased, oh no, is that a bad one? Am I a bad one? (laughs) Is that a bad shape? There is no bad one. So The whole premise of the shapes is that we are all of equal value, but different. And we just have different flaws than what other people have. And and I explained this recently. I talked to some people about the Persian flaw. Now you've heard about that in the coaching program. Do you remember what it is? Yes, I remember it. And I loved it when I learned it. I hadn't heard of it before you shared it with me. So tell us what it is. Okay, so if you ever go to a really expensive rug store and look at an authentic Persian rug, they're gorgeous, just amazing rugs, except for they will always have one place right on the front where everyone can see that the pattern is off. And it's a mistake in the pattern. And it's baffling that these rugs that all have a mistake in them are so valuable where machines pump out perfect rugs every time and they look great, but they're all the same. Persian rugs are handmade by an artist and they will do the same basic pattern over and over, but they'll always put the flaw in a different place, which makes each rug a unique work of art and therefore really valuable because there's never another one like it. And what I loved about this whole idea is that these rugs are all flawed, but they have the fl- their flaw in, in a different place and that doesn't take away from their value. And this is kind of what I feel with the shapes, like everyone has fault, they all do. And if you listen to our shows about each of the shapes, you're gonna hear this. Well, they've got all this unbalanced behavior that they can act like this, and we all have unbalanced bad behavior, we just have different bad behavior than other people's. And I find with a lot of people, you tell me if you see this, that they are either sure that their bad behavior makes them worse than everybody else, or they think that everybody should behave the way they do. And what's wrong with all these people that have these other problems? Oh, definitely. That's, there's definitely some comparing and judging going on there, but let me just summarize what I think I heard you say. I think I just heard you tell me that my imperfection is a gift like a Persian rug has an imperfection and that's what makes it unique and special. So all of these things that I worry about being imperfect about, be it my hair, my clothes, my divorce, whatever it might be, that's what really makes me amazing. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yep, it makes you unique, it makes you you, and the more important part is probably just that flaws don't take away from your value. Mm. They make you the same as everybody else, we're all flawed every one of us. The problem is that I see people who are strong in the areas that I'm weak and I'm like, oh, they're just amazing because they have this strength. But you forget that they also have a flaw that's different than yours. 
Yeah, and that's why we need all of the different kinds and all the different shapes. So where I'm not as strong at something, I am terrible. I am not very organized. I am not a process person, but I have a coworker who is a square and she is detail oriented and process oriented and together we make an amazing team. You know, I also just want to say a lot of people ask me why shapes? Why why did you make these 12 types of people shapes? And we honestly picked it because even colors you know, there's other personality tests that are the color code thing, mm-hmm. but people do have a favorite color that they like better than other colors, but very few people have a favorite shape and they really feel like triangles are just inherently better than circles. Yeah. You never like, hear that, right? No. And like silver is not as good as gold and bronze is not as good as silver. So definitely colors are Definitely have a connotation to them that we don't want to associate with, but shapes, I don't think so. All shapes are kind of equal. Kind of an equal in value. So that's what we were going for. And I have to admit, I remember the day we came up with it and we went, is this, is that just weird? Is that just the weirdest thing? But the more that I've sat with it, the more I love the fact that they're just kind of innocuous shape. You, you don't see one inherently is better than the other. And the other thing I get asked all the time is though, is if squares are nerds. Do you get that one? I do. I get that one a lot. But I also think that the the shapes themselves actually fit the people. I don't know how you did it, but like I'm an octagon and I always feel like I'm going in eight different directions. And then um, I feel like the stars, boy, they're really just kind of brilliant and sparkle and shine in their, in their own kind of way like a star would. I feel like an oval is just kind of like, the shape of a mat and they kind of get, they can get walked on if they're out of balance. So they all kind of fit with the shape that um, they are. So that's why I do. And it wasn't planned, but like diamonds often have really more pointy features. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. So I don't know if you did it on purpose, but for me, that's part of what makes this program so fun and easy is that sometimes I can just see their shape by, by their features and what I see in their eyes and, you know, it helps to know what kind of clothes they're wearing or, or what, what they do for work. That always helps too. But the shapes are just such a great representation. Yeah. I, and they've been lots of fun too. <laughs> they have. They have. So another question. Um, I, the other question I get a lot is, well, especially from my married couples, they're like, well, I'm a circle and he's a rectangle. Is that a bad combination? Or if I'm dating and I know I'm an arrow, what shape should I look to match with? So what do you think? Are there compatible shapes? Okay. So this is what I always tell everybody on this. It matters more whether the person that you're with is balanced or not, than it matters what shape they are. Because two very balanced people who have worked through their fear trigger issues and are working on being emotionally intelligent, they can make any combination work. There are some combinations that probably get along. It's a little bit easier. We did a show, and if you remember this one, that there's three types of relationships because there's two core fears. Mm. There's only three possible relationships, right? Fear of failure, dominant people together, fear of loss, dominant people together, or one of each. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I have to admit, I think two fear of failure dominant people together might be a little bit easier relationship if they're if we're all going to be out of balance. 
Well, maybe because then if they realized they were fear of failure dominant, then they could just validate each other all day long and maybe they'd feel better. Yeah. And, but though still, if they're both out of balance, they both become super needy for validation. And then everybody's just sitting there needy, wanting their needs met. Nobody's giving any. Mm. So you can still have a problem if they're out of balance. Down the road, I'm hoping one day to have a dating app with the shape. And there will be some suggestions of shapes that you might get along better with. But I don't want people to get too hung up on that because more than anything, I want to find someone that is balanced and understands their fear issues and their triggers that bring out their bad behavior and they're working on that. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it's interesting. You get that from married couples a lot and they all ask it like, oh yeah, ours ours sounds like it's probably bad. Right. Well, or they can identify with it and just say, well, that makes a lot of sense why we argue over what we do. It usually makes sense about, you know, if you're the diamond and you never can do anything right, if you're the opposite of the diamond, then yeah, it makes sense because the diamond wants everything done really well and really perfectly. So it does make sense to understand your relationship um, a little bit better if you know your shapes. Well, it's a game changer, I think. Honestly, for us. For couples to really understand who they're married to and what their dominant fear is, you then know what they need to make them feel safe to bring out their best behavior and you know exactly what will trigger them and get them out of balance and you're so much less likely to take it personally. You're going to be able to see them as scared and not just being a jerk in the moment. You're going to know what they need. I just, I think it's such a game changer in relationships. If you get your partner's shape, you get them. You get how they're wired. Do you think? Oh boy, that sure was true for my marriage. I think that once once I understood where the behavior was coming from, that it was a fear-triggered behavior, I could address it completely differently. So I, instead of feeling attacked, I would wonder, hmm, why is what is triggering his fear and then i could look at it differently and that changes the way that you react you can choose then to respond to what they're saying instead of reacting and getting upset and blowing things out of proportion so yeah i would agree it's a game changer okay now i'm gonna make a confession here because i'm single (laughs) (laughs) i am dating by the shape and what i mean is like i've been online looking at getting to know people online and I can pretty much profile them based on their photos and what they write about themselves. I would bet 90% of the time I can get them right there. And I do know that there are some shapes that I would get along better with than others. Okay. Uh, Okay. So for example, um, I went on a date recently And I didn't know what shape the guy was. And then as we started talking, he admitted that he's a little OCD, that he's kind of particular about things being just the way he wants them to be. And I kind of asked him what his pantries look like. And sure enough, I'm pretty sure he's a diamond. Right. And I, I immediately, there's a red flag with me in a relationship with the diamond just because their need for control and having things just right does create sometimes some criticism and some control, you know, controlling this. 
And I know for an arrow, those are the two worst things that trigger me, being controlled, losing my freedom, and being criticized. And so that could be a kind of hard match. And I'm, I'm open because if he's a really balanced diamond, that's a different thing, right? Absolutely. So if he is a really balanced diamond, then he recognizes that you're, you do feel criticized and that any kind of um, comment back to you could be taken in a wrong way. And so then maybe he'd be a little more careful and he would be a little more careful about the way he expects things to be done around the house because he knows that he is really particular and an arrow is not that particular about some of those things. So in a good way, you could really balance each other out if you understood each other. But if you both approached in an unbalanced way, that's going to be a disaster. Yeah, it's going to be hard. So we'll see. I'm, I'm still open to that. But I did go on another date a little while ago and I don't think I told you about yet. Oh. And so it's kind of, I mean, I've seen his picture online, but I haven't met him. And he, and he walks into this coffee shop. And the first thing I notice is what, what is up with his shirt? And he's wearing like a button down men's shirt. And you know, those shirts on, on the arm, they have a button at the cuff and then an, a button kind of on the forearm. Right. And those forearm buttons were undone. And he okay. had stuck his hands through those holes and not the cuff. His oh like, arms were going through the, the forearm hole and his cuffs were like hanging off his arm. And, I, and then he takes his hat off and his hair is just a mess all over. And, and I'm <laughs> like, awesome. do you know what shape he is already? Uh, probably a triangle. That's what I was thinking. Could he be a triangle? So we start talking and I'm playing it cool. And I said, so listen, do you have a hard time throwing things out? Do you hold on a lot of, you know, too much junk instead of getting rid of it? And he said, oh, yeah, I think I do that. And you know, the other thing I do, I'll be driving down the road and I'll see this piece of metal on the side of the road. And I'll think someone might need that one day. That's an interesting, odd piece of metal. So he'll pick it up and I'll bring it home. And he's got these buckets full of odd metal. And he's telling me the story and I'm like, oh, this is not going to work. <laughs> right. It's However, let's say you're a circle. And you think that that is just the cutest thing you've ever seen. And that you love that his hair is all disheveled and that he's goofy for putting his hands through the one place in his shirt. And you think, and you think it's amazing that he's trying to save the planet by recycling his metal. I don't know. Like for you, it's, not, it's probably not gonna work for you. You're not, that's not attractive to you. But for other people, that shape is absolutely adorable. And he was adorable. He really was. <laughs> I just, you know, I throw stuff away. <laughs> I, I mean, that's why, that's, that's why there's so many of us, right? Yeah, but I'm, and I'm still trying to decide if this is a good thing or not that I can't help but see their shape immediately. And I just know what will work for me and what won't. But I think it's a plus. I think it's saving time and, and heartache later. What do you oh, think? Oh, I totally think. And it's not just with couples. Like when I walk into a meeting at work, if I'm meeting new people, sometimes it takes me a little while and I don't think about it right off, but when they start to, their behavior, their true behavior starts to come out, I start to think, okay, what shape do I have here? And then I can learn how to 
mellow them out. You know, like if they're, if they're super fear failure dominant shape, then I can go, okay, I just need to reassure this person that I'm not here to, you know, tell them that they're failing at what they're doing or, you know, it can, it's really helpful in all situations to be able to read people. And that's what this is about is the shapes. It just gives you a little bit of a framework to be able to read people and then adjust your behavior accordingly to get the best out of them. Totally does. So, you know, another question I got asked recently was, well, what shape would you like to date? So mm. I'm just going to put it out there while we're on the topic. I think it would be really interesting to, to try dating an, another arrow. It would be. I don't know that I've ever been out with another arrow. And to be quite honest, I'm not sure that arrow men would even be online. <laughs> Ooh, that's a real oh, if anybody arrow. knows a single hmm. arrow, hmm. I'd be open to being lined up. I just sure. that it would be interesting. Can I tell you something about um, living with a rhombus that I have enjoyed since yes. I understand his shape. We used to argue a lot about the things that we buy and how we spend our money. And now that I can recognize that my husband just wants something that's really nice and really quality. I don't, I don't, I approach him differently. And I always end up, it, it, that's always a bonus to me. Like we, when we flew, we went on a trip and just all of a sudden the stewardess or the flight attendant comes up to us like, um, Mr. and Mrs. Henderson, you've been moved up to first class. And I was like, heck yeah, we have, you know, like there's some really nice benefits to be married to a Ramos. <laughs> um, and if otherwise, you know, I would have, I might've been embarrassed by that. I've been like, Oh, I shouldn't have all these nice things. And you know, it's just given me a different perspective on how he feels valued in the world. And it's okay to feel valued by that as long as you don't put your worth into all of it. And that has been a great experience for us because now I can sit back and enjoy first class and be like, yep, this is all good. You know, it is there, you know, there's bonuses to being every kind of shape. We may so, have our flaws, but we also have some really cool things about you may be avoiding a rhombus because you think that dating a rhombus would be terrible. But I'll tell you, if you can find a balanced rhombus, it just might take care of you for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know what I actually think is that no rhombus would be interested in me. I, I think rhombuses are looking for star or octagon women, and I just think I don't catch their eye. Hmm. Interesting. Arrow women are just real practical and down to earth, and because we don't care that much about our appearance, they're like, yeah, you should care more. Hmm. Could be. Could be. That's my favorite. Oh, we've given some great examples today, Kim. I hope that everyone has really enjoyed our show today. It's been really fun. It has been fun. And if you are new to 12 Shapes, you've just come upon the podcast, but you're not very familiar with it, go to 12shapes.com and check it out. Take the quiz, watch some videos. There's, there's lots of material to let you learn about different shapes and about the different people in your life. So make sure you go do that. Absolutely. Thanks everybody for listening today. And so join us again next week for some more of Explain People.